Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Okay, so I went to the urgent care yesterday. Why? Because my throat has been giving me a little tickle. It's been like a mess. And what have I you been walked, doing? Not even anything. It's just I'm like preparing for something and I just felt like, oh my God, my throat is killing me. So I need to go to the urgent care just to get some antibiotics and call it a day. And I also make sure it's not like COVID, of course. You know, the big C. Oh girl, everything is COVID. Well, I go in. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to tell the doctor, my throat's killing me. Well, the first thing that even when I tell her, like, my, uh, they like, what are you here for? I said, my throat. It's like really hurting when I swallow, all these things. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Second thing out of her mouth. So how often do you go to the gym? Do you go to the gym? Do you work out? Like, what are your eating habits? And I was like, what? What does this have to do anything with my sore throat right now? And so while I'm sitting there waiting, because it's the end of the night, I tweeted about that experience and someone tweeted me this funny sketch that I thought was hilarious of basically what happens if you go to the doctor as a fat person. And I I just thought that was hilarious. If you want to follow that person that did that sketch, their name is Ryan Kin and their uh, at on social is Ryan underscore Kin underscore Axe. And it's just hilarious. And I was like, yep, that was most definitely my experience last night at the doctor um, because I had to now explain that, hey, guess what? I have a trainer and I've been working out three times a week. What do you have to say now? Can you please fix my throat? The receipts. Well, what was the result? Did they find out what was wrong with your throat? Well, I don't have COVID. And um, yeah, my I guess they just said that it's just going to have to wear off at, in time. So I have like medicine. That's, you know, they didn't really give me any answers. Tea. They even gave me um, like a, a STI check. I was like, because they thought I was having oh, oral sex. True. And I was like. I haven't really had sex in a while. I'm just like, why Why is everything happening here? Instead of just asking. And I told them I talk for a living. I'm like, this that's probably something, you know, can you give me tips on how to control my vocal cords? Diaphragm. You got to have a, get a vocal coach. It's the worst. Okay, well, we got a lot coming up, including uh, finding acceptance around your identity and orientation. That is coming up at 3.35 p.m. Pacific, 6.35 p.m. Eastern. Plus, Lady Gaga's dog walker is speaking out again. This is also never ending. That's in the tier report in a moment. First, let's get into some... What's trending this hour? The Supreme Court has allowed a ban on most abortions to go into effect in Texas. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed this bill in May. It allows anyone in the state to sue for $10,000 if they think someone has carried out an abortion after the sixth week of pregnancy. We're going to be talking more about that in a moment with The Washington Post. But protesters are now gathering outside the Texas state capitol.
Well, there you go. I mean, it, this is crazy what's happening right now. And we have an advocacy group joining us this hour as well as the Washington Post to break down what exactly is happening and how it can impact the rest of the country. That was What's Trending This Hour, What's Happening in the T-Report. Okay, so we got a major update coming from Lady Gaga's dog walker, well, her former dog walker, uh, you know, the one who basically said that he felt abandoned um, after that whole, you know, thing that happened where he got shot. It's time for the T-Report, those pop culture stories trending right now. His name is Ryan Fish. And he explained in a new interview with Rolling Stone that he had been going through hard times dealing with the near-death experience when he accused uh, Lady Gaga of not caring about him. Mm. Here he said this, quote, everyone thought I was uh, setting a blame on someone when it was all love. Um, he said it, uh, it's what happens in trauma. All your loved ones, all your family, everyone, you feel alone. Mm. Now, however... Fisher told Rolling Stone that feeling unsupported was just a part of his journey and rather being abandoned, he told the magazine that Gaga was actually there for him throughout his recovery. He said that she, um, having seen that he had been bombarded by all this media attention at his own place, she actually allowed him to stay at her home in the Hollywood Hills. And uh, he also talked about how she even flew in a trauma therapist to work with him for multiple like three-day stints. And so it's really interesting um, now that he's kind of changing his tone. Apparently, Gaga also sent him so many balloons from Italy on his birthday that, uh, quote, the ICU said it was a fire hazard. So it's really strange. It's like, did you lead in to say that she doesn't care about you to, like, make it eye-catching for your GoFundMe? Like, I just, I don't know. It's a little it's a little strange to how he's changing the 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 narrative all of a sudden but yeah maybe she reached out and said we gotta get this straight everyone is hating on me yeah maybe you better put out some better information yeah because I mean that's pretty They people are really upset with her but that's your tea report stick around for next hour I'm gonna tell you how to win actually two tickets to Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Las Vegas residency that's returning to the Park MGM in October so stick around for all the deets Okay, well, next up, more on the Texas abortion ban and the implications with the Washington Post. That is next. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Texas enacted the nation's strictest state-level abortion ban today, prohibiting the procedure in most cases after six weeks of pregnancy. And for now, clinics in Texas said they will no longer provide abortions more than six weeks from a woman's last period. And Mary Mo joins us right now, legal affairs reporter at The Washington Post. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, this is just crazy. I know this has been a constant debate, of course, but how did this actually get passed? It just felt like it was an idea we thought, okay, it could possibly happen, but now this is a reality. Right. So 12 other states besides Texas have passed these similar bans um, after six weeks of pregnancy. All of those have been struck down by other federal courts. Um, the Texas law is different, um, also banning pregnancy or abortion after that stage of pregnancy. But uh, in the Texas law's case, it's designed to make it hard uh, to have a court strike it down before it actually takes effect. And that's what we're seeing uh, happen here. 
Okay, so let's break all of this down because this law, the wild part about this law for me was it empowers individuals to kind of enforce this abortion ban. Could you talk about how that would work in practice? Sure, yes. So in the other states um, where they've tried to enact these bans, it is state government officials like prosecutors or health officials who are responsible for enforcing the law. So abortion rights groups and organizations and providers have been able to go to court and stop those laws before they take effect. Here, uh, Texas specifically said state officials cannot enforce the law. They want private citizens to sue abortion providers or anybody who helps a woman get an abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. So that means that before the law took effect, Today, uh, it was difficult to determine who to sue because no one had filed one of these lawsuits. So the Center for Reproductive Rights and Planned Parenthood came up with this novel approach, and they did go to federal court, and they tried to sue all of the state judges and all of the state court clerks to say, you cannot accept any of these private lawsuits um, because it violates the constitutional rights of of these providers and and women. That's horrific. Wow. And so how could this impact Roe v. Wade nationally moving forward? I mean, it's very scary that this is now happening there. And as you mentioned, in other states where it's been implemented. Right. So right now it's sort of a limbo. I mean, women in Texas are already being affected. Um, We have my colleagues are in Texas and talking to clinics that have had to turn women away today because they're too far along in their pregnancy and they're sending them to other states. Um, But it is possible that the Supreme Court could still act and temporarily block this law while uh, the court appeals and the lower courts play out. Uh, We just don't know yet because um, there was a deadline last night for the law to take effect and we heard nothing from the Supreme Court. Hmm. Now, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, she actually just tweeted about 40 minutes ago saying we must end the filibuster, expand the court. And um, and I, I, I wonder what does expanding the court mean? Because I feel like I've been seeing, especially with this conversation today, everyone saying we need to expand the Supreme Court. Is that actually a possibility? Well, as you know, um, during President Trump's term, he was able to name uh, three new justices. And so there's now a um, six to three conservative leaning court. Um, and so folks are not who are not happy with the outcomes of many decisions um, say they want to add more justices to the court um, mm. because they're not happy with that split. Um, I think that we should, uh, if we can, reserve judgment and see if the Supreme Court does um, come out with Uh, an order. Um, You know, it is clear that Roe v. Wade said that there is a constitutional right to abortion uh, before a fetus could be viable outside of a woman's womb. So what is a trigger bill, by the way, because this has been I've been seeing this in the articles about what's happening right now. Yes. So um, several states have passed laws um, that say if Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, Um, that would trigger an automatic um, ban on all abortions in those states. So Texas is one of those states, too. Um, You know, the the bigger case um, that's coming up this fall is uh, a Mississippi ban on most abortions after 15 weeks. And that case is going to be fully briefed with uh, legal filings and oral argument. Uh, What's different here about this Texas law is that um, for many of the justices, this is the first they're reading about this challenge. 
It's coming to them on an emergency basis. Wow. So moving forward, I mean, what what should we be watching out for as, as this kind of this conversation keeps going and we see this kind of this yeah, law so, happen? Yeah, if we if we don't see anything from the Supreme Court soon, I mean, I imagine there will be a test case. Um, an abortion provider, maybe a doctor, would have to get sued, and at that point. Um, the doctor, backed up by abortion providers and abortion rights groups, could go to federal court and then contest directly the constitutional constitutionality of the law. Um, the other thing to look for, I would say, is uh, today Texas Right to Life on their website is actively recruiting people to send in anonymous tips about providers or others um, that people suspect are helping women get abortions after six weeks. Um, so I, I do think we'll start to see some of these lawsuits being filed um, if we don't hear from the Supreme Court or the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in Texas. Well, uh, thank you for joining us and for those updates. That was Anne Mary Moe, a legal affairs reporter at The Washington Post. We'll be definitely following this with you as it continues. Thanks so much. Thank you. Next up, we have an advocacy group joining us after this to discuss what advocates are doing to fight this next. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. We've been talking about Texas's unprecedented abortion ban, Senate Bill 8, that went into effect banning abortion in approximately six weeks today. And it is just wild. It feels surreal. Like, I know that the Roe v. Wade debate has been huge and is very divisive across the country. But to see a state like Texas finally put this in place, it has just felt like unreal completely unreal. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like something that could ever actually happen. It's just, I understand conservatives feel a certain way about that process, and they are very pro-life in that way, but taking away a woman's uh, right to their own body and telling them how to handle themselves and even excluding them from any type of... um, you know, any type of like, if it was, if it's rape, if it's an incest situation, like you're telling them that they have no other choice at this point, that they yeah. got to deal with it and stick with it. It's like, how, why do you think you have the right to, to do that? It's absolutely upsetting. It's, it's actually really gross to know that our company, I'm not our company, but our country is, yeah. is navigating in this way. It's just like, what do you do? What do you do? You feel like you have no control and that, Uh, you feel powerless. I think there's a feeling of powerlessness and a feeling like there's a lack of trust that you will be represented in the right way. Right. And because you see the policies going into effect, you you see while there's a lot of people fighting for the right side, there's a lot of people fighting for the other side. And imagine being a citizen knowing that anything could happen at any point at this level. Yeah, so we're about to get our guest on, um, and we're really excited to talk to advocacy groups um, about this because it's really important. We want to know how it's really going to affect their everyday work because with the amount of suing and all these things that could happen, I just am fearful for that. Yes, well, Narrow Prochoice America Kristen Ford, acting vice president of communications and research there, joins us right now to talk about what advocacy groups are doing. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So obviously, this is a really difficult day for everyone. What are you all focusing on right now? 
It has been a difficult day, and it's a difficult moment for not only women and and people in Texas who could become pregnant and need access to abortion care, but for people all across the country who are watching what's happening in Texas with real fear about what's what's coming next, what states are going to follow suit and copycat what just unfolded in, in Texas. And of course, this bill is so cruel is so draconian. Um, it's really showing that there's there's no depth that the anti-choice movement won't sink to in order to advance their agenda of, of power and control and impose their really regressive and out-of-touch views. So it is a dark day, but there is a lot of work happening in Texas and all around the country to make sure people understand what's happening, support people who are trying to seek uh, access to care despite all the barriers and roadblocks that are in their place. And for organizations like NARAL, which works with two and a half million members across the country, we're also making sure that politicians hear from us because they need to be held accountable for putting anti-choice justices on the Supreme Court who did not block this law and let it go into effect today. Well, my concern is what does this law really mean for kind of, uh, you know, abortion providers and and organizations and act, you know, advocates for this cause? It's terrifying. This Nothing has ever passed like this before, much less been allowed to go into effect. Anybody who's even suspected of helping someone seek abortion care after about six weeks of pregnancy could be sued. And not only can they face a lawsuit, but the person who sues them can be rewarded by more than $10,000 if their lawsuit is successful. So it's this bounty hunting law that really puts uh, regular people who are just trying to help people make the best decisions for their lives get caught up in, in this extreme ideological agenda and potentially be be subject to lawsuits. So it's it's a really scary thing, not only for providers, but also for clergy who might counsel someone seeking abortion care, for friends and family members. It could even apply to rideshare drivers who give someone a ride to an abortion clinic. Wait, what? I didn't yeah, know it yeah. could do Uber that. Drivers, oh, my gosh. You're a driver and you happen. Like, How imagine, do you even know? Yeah. If you, I'm like, most <laughs> like Uber drivers, I'm not telling them where I'm going. They, they'll see it. Right. But like, that is crazy. Yeah. So, Kristen... All of us are outside of Texas are watching this, and a lot of people might be saying, "How can I help? How can I do anything? Is there anything to do?" Absolutely, there's a lot of things to do. So, first of all, let's help the groups on the ground in Texas who are on the front lines of this fight and are facing the absolute worst impact of it right now. So, um, donate to abortion funds on the ground that are helping people get access to care. Um, NARAL has information on our Twitter account about how to support um, abortion funds on the ground. We're also working with an organization in Texas, Avow Texas, that does advocacy and legislative and political work on the ground. Um, so there's there's terrific groups that are really on the front lines that, that deserve and, and really need support right now. There's also action we can take at the national level, okay. especially for those of us who don't live in Texas. You can uh, call on your member of Congress to pass the Women's Health Protection Act which would prevent laws like this extreme law in Texas from going into effect and would safeguard the right to abortion in all 50 states. Well, there you go. That was Kristen Ford, Acting Vice President of Communications and Research at NARAL Pro-Choice America. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. Next up, another person was arrested in Hawaii for a fake vaccine card. The ridiculous mistake that was done that could have avoided that, actually. That's next. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Hawaii keeps on arresting people with these fake COVID vaccine cards. I mean, why are you even trying? Like, Hawaii is so strict in general. Like, I had all the things I needed, and it still took so much. Like, it was ridiculous. Hawaii is very strict, all that yeah. paperwork and stuff. And then to think that you're going to have something fake and then just get through it. Like, this one couple had vaccine cards for their kids, and then... I guess got through when the system went through it. They're like, right. you're 12 years old and have a, va- you're under 12 and have a vaccine card. You can't get a vaccine under 12 like that. And then this young woman, it's on her card. It said Moderna. And it was spelled wrong. She didn't even try. <laughs> Instead of, I mean, but the whole card, if we, if we have a photo of it that we can put on our Insta story, it literally looks like a third grader wrote all over and scribbled on this state. It's just like, did you even look at another one to try to make it even look similar? Like, what is happening here? Moderna, M-A-D-E-R-N-A versus Moderna, which I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you look on it and it just doesn't feel real. I mean. Mine doesn't even have all this on it. I, it has a lot of scribbles on on it. So she's she tw- was just like, maybe they'll just quick glance at it and call That's it. That's what I think people think. Like no, they idiots. literally think that people just don't care or are not noticing. You're dealing with the authorities. This isn't like you're going into like a, a friend's dinner, right? Yeah, or like a concert. Even, my thing is it's even it's even gonna be more stricter because our cases here in the States are going up. And yes, Hawaii is a part of our country, but it's still like you're going to kind of like a destination. And they're already taking their own kind of like people are very hesitant about people coming from the states right now because cases are, are you know, increasing. And so the the fact that she thought that she could get away with this, um, I you know I don't know. I feel like these things are going to get really stricter. Oh yeah, the charges are they're not going to be playing with y'all. Y'all going to be in jail. Lock them up. And let me tell you, don't try to play this somewhere else internationally. 
You do oh, not no. want to be in jail I think at one of these other countries. Just put us back on the uh, the like not safe list for like people who are traveling back and forth. I don't think, yeah, I, I, a lot of people are looking at us being like, yeah, this isn't getting better. United States is actually behind the curve. It's like that friend, yeah, that keeps sneezing on everyone. What? What friend is sneezing? I don't know. We're the friend that keeps on sneezing and getting sick. I don't want to And they're sneeze. like, they're like, get out of here. Or coughing, I guess, in COVID's case. But they're like, you Americans, figure <laughs> it out. Figure it out and at least figure out how to spell Moderna while you're at it. I'm trying to figure out what friend is sneezing everywhere with you. Do, is that, do you have a friend? I think I'm one of those that? I'm, I post-nasal drip. It is not fun. <laughs> Okay, well, next up, more news on Britney Spears' case that might just work in her favor. That's next on What's Trending This Hour. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Coming up on the show, why your identity and orientation evolves over time and how to learn acceptance. That is coming up in 30 minutes. Stick around for that. Um, it's actually a really interesting conversation because it's it can be hard to accept yourself if you feel like othered in any way, let alone if you keep on evolving. It's like, can you just slow it down for a moment? But it's human. Uh, plus, what Britney Spears' dad tried to get from her in order to end the conservatorship. That's in the tea report in a moment. First, let's get into some what's trending this hour. Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser announced three police officers and two paramedics will face criminal charges in the death of Elijah McClain. McClain was 23 and unarmed when officers put him in a chokehold and paramedics injected him with a powerful sedative, ketamine, in 2019. The grand jury returned a 32-count indictment against Aurora police officers Randy Rodima and Nathan Woodyard former Aurora police officer, Jason Rosenblatt, and Aurora Fire Rescue Paramedics, Jeremy Cooper and Peter Chikuniak for their alleged conduct on the night of August 24th, 2019, that resulted in the death of Mr. McLean. Now, as the last U.S. troops exited Afghanistan, at least 50 dogs were believed to have been left behind at the international airport in Kabul, according to animal welfare and rescue groups. The Pentagon has denied that the abandoned dogs were U.S. military animals, and at least one contractor was later identified as having dogs it was struggling to evacuate. Conservative lawmakers and commentators, of course, have used these photos that have come out to drag the Biden administration over the withdrawal, and there's a lot of misinformation around it, too causing Eric Pajon, a Defense Department spokesman, to tell the Washington Post that the animals pictured in some of the pictures you might see on social media were actually under the care of Kabul Small Animal Rescue, not the U.S. military. The Pentagon said no dogs under the direct care of the U.S. military were left in cages at the airports, if you are wondering. And I guess this... This is this is a little bit of good news, but also a lot of messed up news. Okay, hate crimes based on sexual orientations actually dipped less slightly last year, but unfortunately, crimes based on bias against trans and gender nonconforming people continue to increase. So basically, it's all still messed up. Yeah, and that's according to the FBI data. Although hate crime incidents motivated by anti-trans bias appear to be increasing, advocates set. Uh, say the government data often don't tell the full story. So we actually should talk more about this in a segment on the show another day this week because it'd be interesting to see how they find these things. And once again, where's the gap? Because there's a lot that's not in this. So unfortunately, it's probably even worse than they have in this. 
But that was what's trending this hour, what's happening in entertainment news, Ryan. Oh, my God. The lawyers are fighting again. The Britney Spears case that doesn't seem to ever want to end. It's time for the T-Report, those pop culture stories trending right now. I did not write that, by the way, and it rhymed like it was a Dr. Seuss book. That was pretty impressive. Got to put that Talent. out there. Um, well, <laughs> Britney's lawyers filed paperwork on Monday claiming that her father has demanded about $2 million as a quid pro quo condition to back out of the 13-year-old guardianship agreement in violation of the deal he made earlier this month. Um, here's a quote from the one, uh, basically Britney's attorney saying Britney Spears will not be bullied or extorted by her father, uh, nor does Mr. Spear have the right to try to hold his daughter hostage by setting the terms of his removal. Um, now, I don't know if that's just coming from strictly her lawyer um, or is Britney's feeling this way because it seems like she's also feeling that uh, her dad is kind of extorting her, being like, yeah, I can't leave until I get this money to handle all these other things. Well, the um, Los Angeles Court County, um, Los Angeles County Court motion claimed that Jamie must now be forced by the court to forfeit control of her finances and businesses affairs at, at September 29th, at a September 29th hearing. Um, ultimately... Here's what Mr. Spears' lawyers are saying, saying that the court knows that what Mr. Spears is saying is true. He loves his daughter and he's acting as he always has in in her only best interest, Um, adding that the transition needs to be orderly included, include a resolution of matters pending before the court. So I don't know. This uh, seems really messy. It is. Unfortunately. He wanted $2 million. I mean, $2 million doesn't seem like a lot to ask for. What is Britney doing? What do you Does mean? Does she have that? I, my, my thing is, I know Britney's like probably worth a ton of money. But to yeah. be, she's not like she's performing or like working regularly. Oh, that's true. So it's like this the money that it feels like he just wants, is it to handle what he needs it to handle? Or is he just trying to get one last paycheck? I think that. I think he's just like, okay, let's just call this a deal yeah. because he probably is used to a certain lifestyle too and like he has his bills and he's just like, okay, like well, remember, let, me, let me back down. Not too long ago, the New York Times reported that he was in an RV in Louisiana in the middle of a parking oh, lot. So he needs to, so, he needs an RV renovation. He needs a home. Um, <laughs> so real quick, Lady Gaga is going to be in Las Vegas uh, for her jazz and piano Vegas residency October 14th through the 31st. Channel Q's trying to send y'all. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com for all of the details. Because, honey, we're hooking you up with tickets. Uh, stay at a hotel, the Park MGE to be MGM to be specific. Round trip airfare and some money and spending cash. All the details are at WeAreChannelQ.com. Check it out. That's your T-Report. Well, next up, is it wrong for an unvaccinated parent to lose custody of their child? The recent case that's causing a lot of controversy. That's next. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Now we talk about vaccines, mandates, what's responsible, what's irresponsible. This judge's decision, I felt, might have taken it too far, but let's discuss. A Chicago judge has reversed his own ruling where he banned a mom from seeing her 11-year-old son because she hadn't gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. So basically, he took away custody during this virtual child support hearing when asked if she had the vaccine, her status. She said she had not gotten the shot because of a previous negative reaction. And then basically her child's taken away from her. Is that too much? Like, is this going too far? Here's the thing. 
I you, I think we all know how I feel about um, people who are unvaccinated at this point. Um, and I do have some empathy for a story like this because it's a separating a mother from their child. And I, I also think about the ways that this could um, be used <laughs> really in, in even harsher ways at, at times where this judge is kind of doing this. But I, I do think at this point in time, if you are trying to keep your kids safe, if you care about your kids, if you care about your family members, I, I do think yeah, I have I, I have to kind of understand the judge. I do kind of get it because if she continues to navigate in a world where she's unvaccinated and there's a possibility that her 11 year old son can catch it and and kids are, you know, are you know, there is this worry about kids being able to catch it or going to school and bringing it back and all these different things. It's just like. Yeah, what what's the issue? What's the hold up here? I just I kind of don't understand why why we're still having these conversations when especially all the facts, there's an FDA approval of a vaccine now. It's just like what what more but do you Here's mean? the thing, I get the responsibility thing legally though. Now we're getting into legal territory. Unless it was a mandate in this place and she still hasn't gotten it, there is some gray area so there is a loophole which is why he reversed it at this point right but beyond that there's morals and ethics around something and then there's the law when you start moving into the morals and ethics there's biases around that i mean obviously we could say what's responsible it's irresponsible but it's nuanced but if there's a judge that's making that decision without the moral ethical kind of presentation about it well no yeah of course listen if it's a mandate and she's and and it hits what she does and where she's at, then yeah, you're saying, okay, you're basically not following regulations at this point. And why? If you're making decisions that aren't for for your best, that then you could think maybe you're not making decisions that are for the best for your children or your child. And if the father feels a certain way... You know, I think that's, that's, another, but, that's another parent where it's just like, hey... Well, no, he also thought... It was, yeah, oh yeah, if, I thought you were like, if the father's, no, the father, and he's like trying to. No, the father is, you know, saying, you know, you not getting vaccinated is putting us all in danger. And so she initially was saying that she was confused because she thought this whole thing was going to be just about expenses and child support. Exactly. Um, It kind of got a bit out of hand. Yeah, I do think that he kind of maybe pulled the rug underneath That's the thing. But guess what? When you are, uh, when it comes to a battle for your child, I kind of really understand that because at this point, it's a life or death situation that we are in. People are dying. People have died. I don't understand what people are understanding about this. What more can we really talk about whether or not if you are going to get this vaccine or not. And if you're not, guess what? There's going to be consequences, unfortunately, that impact us. Are you? Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of parents out there and people, as we know, the data is there that haven't gotten the vaccine. To say that all their kids, if they're in any sort of custody situation or battle, this could be an issue, is very scary. Well, I wonder if it was just not only this, but was it anything else that he bought to the table, right? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, these could be very contentious, these custody battles, and who the hell knows? And then he found a loophole, obviously, this ex, and that's what you're referencing. Which he could be a jerk. But he also, yeah, exactly. It gets dirty. It, it gets does. really dirty and messy. Dirty. But I do get when I tell you, if it's just strictly about the safety of the child and the rest of the family and the mother is not getting a vaccine, I understand this. Now, if he's using this as a ploy to to kind of do a loophole on, on top of everything else he's trying to do, that's a little un, un, uncalled for. But when it comes to the safety of people and children specifically, 
I don't know. It's a problem. So if we do see this in the future, what I would like to at least see is the a judge giving this person time saying okay i hear an understanding because there are a lot of people that still have either a lack of understanding misinformation depending on also let's no. be real communities of color poc like what if they're they're um, um in a in a community where they haven't had access or there's a lack of information around this and we know this that's real for a judge to just let make me, that let me, let me just decision this is a white woman, by the way. This ain't a community of color. I just looked it up. She's a white woman. She is feeling this well, way. So if she's it was, not marginalized. I'm, I'm sorry. She's not marginalized in that way. And so we got we to gotta take that completely. This is the first time I'm taking race out the conversation. Come back. Somebody ring the bell. Um, no, I just think... This is, this, is, this is a certain situation where we're seeing someone who's not making the right decisions. In all honesty, I'm sorry. We are past the misinformation stages. We are past all these are things. Are we? When, Ivermectin is trending. Well, that's a the problem because horse, people want to be idiots. Horse but thing. when the FDA approved the Pfizer vaccine, that was y'all's right to go, all right, the information yeah. is right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it. Not everyone that's can get the fault. Pfizer vaccine. That's their fault. What do you mean? It's free. I mean, but all you go to a place, but you go to a place and they go, well, we just have the J&J. All right, we just have... Uh, all these you're a Moderna girl. Moderna is not not approved by the FDA. I don't care. I haven't grown any third legs or anything. That we know of. Well. Mm. (laughs) Um, But I'm just saying, I just feel that... I'm, I'm happy that we're, we're unfortunately seeing this happen because if this woman's being hard-headed and she don't want to take, you know, have take the vaccine, girl, you're putting everyone in danger. I'm sorry. I don't have any empathy so for So here's her. the thing. If this is actually going to start being a thing and part of processes, including in custody battles, then they need to set that precedent to go in and blindside someone like that and just out of nowhere you're fighting for the custody or expenses and then someone asks you about a vaccine that comes out of nowhere i could see how that doesn't feel right but once again if the court or at different city levels wants to do this create a process so people know but i will say this i i completely agree to you and this is kind of what i was alluding to earlier when we first started this conversation in the sense of like i could see how this could be used especially when it comes to people of color and 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 if we have judges kind of started to think this way but in all honesty well yeah and then it could like that could, that could ruin a kid's life more but, than their parent not being vaccinated the trauma of being taken away from a parent or the trauma of dying well most <laughs> most like, under I mean, I'm most sorry. under 12 haven't you, it's a trauma being hooked up to like died uh, from no but it, they still but, are in the hospital they're yeah. still in children's hospitals like that's been reported those hospitals are over full so imagine yeah the trauma of yeah not being with your mama but also the trauma of having to be hooked up to all the, the, the all the things in a children's hospital there's more of a possibility of the kid giving it to her but yes I, I listen, Girl, I'm, I'm sorry. You I'm were just back. the person. You were just the person a second ago talk, talking about. Well, I want to find more out about that horse medicine. <laughs> I'm just more like I want to debunk it. No. So, what do you think? At LGT shows where you can find us on social media. Is this taking it too far? How should we be handling this moving forward? Let us know. Next up, how to learn acceptance as your identity and orientation evolves or, or over time. That is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Many big names in the LGBTQ community have been public and honest about their evolving identity and sexual orientation from Demi Lovato to Gigi Gorgeous. But acceptance around this can be very challenging and difficult. Tess Brigham joins us right now, who's a psychotherapist, certified life coach, and also dubbed the millennial therapist by CNBC. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Hi. Uh, Hi, so, how are you? Great. I mean, this is a really <laughs> important and relevant topic. Why is this a difficult experience for so many people? Yeah, because it's, it's you know, at the core, we are, we come into this world and we leave this world within ourselves, right? So what's so important is, is that we live with ourselves all day, every day. And the most critical and most important relationship you'll have in your life is the one that you have with yourself. And so, which is why feeling like you are your true self, that the choices that you make, the people that you spend time with, you know, the life that you live feels right for you because, right, life, life is happening now and it has to feel right to you or nothing, it's, it's nothing really, the choices that you make, nothing's really going to make sense, you know? Yeah, and, you know, half of I think when it comes to learning to accept yourself, half of that battle is also like being able to feel like you'll be accepted uh, with the people around you in the community that yeah. you're around. And I, w- I would love for you to kind of talk about even navigating that and how important that is for this journey of acceptance. Yeah. I, and I think that what's, what's hard about this is, is that, you know, we, because of the way our DNA is, the way we're designed as human beings, right? We are designed to want and need a certain amount of love and acceptance, right? Once upon a time, you know, if we were not accepted by the people around us, we were out of the tribe of the group. And that meant 
you know, we would be out on our own. So it's part of our DNA to feel that level of acceptance. Now, the world that we live in today, you know, even though it's not as dire as, as it once was, that level of acceptance by the people around us is so important because it is part of who we are. It, it, it's really important. So what's, what's hard, though, is is that there are times in our lives, right, where you might have to say, and there's times that you have to go out on a limb completely on your own and say, you know what, all these people that I'm surrounding myself with, none of them quite understand me or none of them feel like they accept me. And there's times that we have to say, okay, then, you know, maybe it's better that I'm alone or by myself than be around people that don't quite accept me for who I am. But I think a lot of times in our very sort of, you know, this idea that we should always go at think everything alone, that it's really important to remember that we are social creatures and that it's okay to need and want acceptance from other people, that that's how we're designed. And it doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make you, you know, shallow. It, it makes you human. Mm, yeah, I love that. Well, with that said, what are some mental wellness tips on handling that anxiety or sadness associated with your evolving identity or orientation and that journey? Yeah, I mean, I always encourage people to start with the simple thing of, um, you know, whatever feelings that you're having, whatever anxiety that you're feeling. The best thing that you can do with your emotions is to not judge them, not label them like this is a bad emotion or this is a good emotion, because all emotions that we have, all feelings that we have are important. They all teach us something and they're all telling us something about what's going on and how we're feeling. So the simplest and easiest thing is always to just simply acknowledge and recognize like, wow, I'm feeling really anxious right now. or I'm feeling really angry about this. These are my feelings. And to, to let go of whatever judgment you have about that feeling, you know, we lit our world that we live in. We are so, you know, we are so tough on ourselves when we have feelings that don't quite feel right, right. That don't feel good. And so if you are feeling anxious about, you know, who you are and your identity, that's okay. That's fine. Like that feeling is okay. And if you simply acknowledge it and accept it, it actually takes away so much of the anxiety that you're feeling. And I think that the other part of it too is, is that it's really around allowing yourself time and space. Right. This is the other thing that a lot of people do is they feel like, oh, God, I, I, I don't feel great. I have my anxiety. I, you know, I'm trying to figure all these things out. But I've got to fix it. I've got to solve the problem right away. And that's the other part of it is, is that it's not about fixing things. It's not about solving anything. It's really about giving yourself the time and space and say, you know, who I am, my identity, it will continue to grow and morph and change yeah. over time. You know, I will grow and morph and change over time. And that I can't put a timetable on this. Definitely. But I really just need to allow myself to take it wherever it's going to go. And just simply remember that discomfort is part of the process. But, um, but as long as you feel, as long as when you feel comfortable, may, you know, even though it might feel 
uncomfortable at times to make certain choices if you walk away from it and it, and you feel inside of yourself like no that is my true self yeah. then you know you're on the right path well Tess Brigham thank you so much for being here and sharing all of that uh, Tess is a psychotherapist and also dubbed the millennial therapist by CNBC <laughs> we so appreciate you for joining us Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Next up, a couple was slammed for combining the two worst things on the internet. We'll tell you what next. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Okay, so a couple has been called out for combining the two worst things on the internet. Oh, goodness. We just be talking during the breaks. I mean, we're talking about someone who just unfortunately got COVID, but we'll be getting more into that in the T-Report. Okay. In like right. 15 minutes. So stick around for all that. Oh, yeah, or later on the show. <laughs> a lot of tea happening. So listen. So this couple, they mixed a gender reveal party, which is annoying enough, with these TikTok challenges, doing the crates, you know, the crate mountains where we yeah, talked about challenge. it. Yeah, yeah, people walk up those crates, right. ultimately fall. I mean, some don't, and I'm very impressed. Mm-hmm. Same. But these folks... In, it, brought the two of them together for their gender reveal party and of course it ended with disastrous results no surprise the father to be was walking up and by the way this video has like millions of views at this point he's walking up the milk crates he's holding this powder that's going to reveal the gender of their child he ultimately falls like straight on his back butt and everything flies everywhere. Blue powder goes into this guy's face. Oh, the so it's white... a boy. Yes, it's okay. a boy. It's a boy. Good. <laughs> the, uh, the the wife, or, uh, the mom to be, freaking out. All the guys are obviously like, "Ooh, is this too much? Are we? Should these challenges and trends just be over already?" Well, my thing is. <laughs> I'm not shocked that this would happen. I think people are trying to have these like super trendy, you know, fun baby showers or gender reveal showers, which they should all just stop. Uh, These parties are just so dumb. Um, But I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. This video looks enjoyable. So if y'all want to keep doing it, do it. Just know I'm going to laugh every time you hit the ground. Well... If you want to be a bit more like off the beaten path about it, instead of a gender reveal party, have the 120 day party where the soul moves into the baby. What? <laughs> My friends, I'm telling you, a lot of people are starting to have these 120 day parties where you kind of uh, create this intentional are gathering. They are they white? Do you was, was pray? She white? She white? Okay, so she was white. I'm telling you, ain't nobody. This the, the people who did this were black. They ain't doing no 120 days for the soul to move into the womb or whatever. What does that even mean? Sure, good vibes all around. I can't wait to, for Shira to announce that she's joined Scientology. <laughs> or I created my own religion. And she's created her own. Hey. Okay, well, let us know what you think about all this at LGT Shows, where you can find us on social media. Next up, we've got an update on the teacher removed after revealing her students' pledge of allegiance to the pride flag. That's next on What's Trending This Hour. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Okay, hope you're enjoying the music here on Channel Q, but we've got lots coming up on the show still today. Why walking is so good for the brain. Want to stay young? Want to be smart? Well, you're going to want to listen to this uh, segment coming up in 30 minutes. Plus, a Vaccine Skeptic podcast star has announced he has COVID. That's in the T-Report in a moment. First, let's get into some what's trending this hour. A student was killed today in a shooting at a high school in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Authorities went to Mount Tabor High School after a school resource officer, officer reported a shooting around 12.07 p.m., One student was transferred to a hospital with a gunshot wound where he died of his injuries. He was identified by authorities as William Chavis Raynard Miller Jr. And police are still looking for a suspect believed to be a student and the investigation is ongoing. Now, California Democratic lawmakers have dropped a controversial proposal to mandate vaccines in the state. It's a move that would have been challenging to pass in the final weeks of the legislative session and was already providing a bunch of arguments and controversy for the upcoming recall election as well. It called for Californians to show proof that they are vaccinated to enter many indoor businesses and required both public and private sector workers to be fully vaccinated or regularly tested. And yep, it's not happening anymore more. We've got an update on the teacher, Kristen Pitson, who posted a video to social media telling how her students wanted to pledge allegiance and didn't have an American flag in the class. So she let them pledge allegiance allegiance to a progress pride flag. Well, she has been removed from her classroom and there's still an ongoing investigation by the Newport Mesa Unified School District. Really unfortunate how this has all played out. Like, I don't really think this needed to happen, unfortunately. They said, we are aware that one of our teachers posted a video on their social media that caused alarm and concern related to saluting the American flag. Showing respect for our nation's flag is an important value that we we instill in our students and an expectation of our employees. The teacher is no longer in the classroom. So that is an update on that story that went viral this week. But that was what's trending this hour. Let's get into entertainment news, Ryan. What's going on? All right, let's talk about it. Joe Rogan has COVID. It's time for the T-Report. Those (laughs) pop culture stories trending right now. Yeah, you know, the guy who has a hit podcast, but he also questioned the necessity of the COVID vaccine not too long ago. Well, he revealed to his fans that he was sick from coronavirus and has to postpone a live show. He took to Instagram um, to share a message titled, I got COVID. Here is what he had to say. Hello, friends. So I got back from the road Saturday night feeling very weary i had a headache and i just felt just run down and just to be cautious i separated from my family slept in a different part of the house and throughout the night i got fevers and sweats and i knew what was going on so i got up in the morning got tested and turns out i got covid so we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z-Pak, uh, prednisone, everything. Uh, and I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip. And I did that three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday and I feel great. I really only had one bad day. Sunday sucked, but Monday was better. 
Tuesday felt better than Monday. If you have to do all of that, I'm sorry. Just take the vaccine. My thing is, um, the one of the uh, things that he said he took, the ivermectin, yeah. um, is not recommended as a treatment of COVID. In fact, the U.S. Food and Drug uh, Administration has a page on their website titled, quote, why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19. It's meant for horses. Yeah, it's poisonous. It could lead to uh, uh, other reactions that you don't want. And the fact that he listed all of these things and he told his people, I just, I mean, you, I know it's not going to happen, but I still hope that people are not listening and being like, oh, we're going to try it. Well, you know they will. That's the unfortunate thing. He hasn't actually said whether he's gotten the vaccine, even though he's been a skeptic. And also, we talked about this at the break and you've kind of referenced it. It's like it's this idea that you're skeptical about so many other things that you're being told to do, but then he creates this whole list of things that he's testing out and trying out. So why is that okay? But then the other stuff isn't okay. It's like it's okay for him because he's deciding to use it versus an authority figure telling him to do something. It's like the whole skeptic movement is so all about that. And that's what's the ironic thing. I mean, it's completely stupid. My thing is, I mean, if Spotify wanted to wastes all that money on him and then for him to like catch it and you never know what's going to happen it's just it just feels a little ridiculous I think he is a liability yeah and uh, we'll see how this plays out that's your T-Report I got more coming up next hour well this guy sued his parents for throwing out his childhood valuables (laughs) what they actually threw out that made him so angry that's next let's go there with Shira and Ryan channel Q this guy is suing his parents. For what? I I wonder if you're going to think it's okay. This is why you shouldn't have kids. <laughs> they it's just come example. back and bite you in the butt. Yeah. So he, is, he sued his parents because they threw out his prized porn collection. And then he actually had a... <laughs> he brought them to court and a judge has ordered the couple to pay their son... $30,441 because they got rid of his porn collection. So there's two parts to this. One, I do think it was wrong. I, I always think it's wrong for parents to get rid of something without asking. It's at their house. I know, but it's still something that's personal. Like, you could leave something at my place. Like, unless I was like, I don't know whose this is and it's not mine. But if you know, they know it was their son's. So all they had to do was pick up the phone and say, hey, we have this here. We don't want it here. Figure out a way to get it. Or in a month, we're going to throw it out. You know what I mean? Give give the person a moment. Well, I mean, he was divorcing and he was trying to find a, you know space for all his stuff. But my thing is, it was in the home for 10 months after his divorce. 10 months? Come on. That's a long time. My thing is... I, it's weird that you even sent your porn collection sex toys to your parents. So, of course, they're going to get rid of it. I'm sorry. If you wanted it, you should have gotten the storage space and put your nasty porn in there. It's a collection. It's fine arts, Ryan. You know, I'm not going to sex shame them because I, I, you know, but it's... Girl, your parents' house, you couldn't find anywhere else for it to go besides your parents' house? And then you're going to put your, your old-ass parents in more debt... So, well, this that is mean. Like, All right, so rude. here's the thing: the parents shouldn't have thrown it out. 
I don't no, care how long. No, should have thrown it out. It was at he, their house He's for going months. through a divorce. No, Maybe he couldn't afford a storage space. That's not. I wonder if the divorce was his fault and they're pissed at him <laughs> for messing it up. They were like, you've always been a screw up. There's so many layers to this situation. <laughs> You always and I'm actually curious. Like I actually want to have this guy on and like really psycho and analyze him. No, he's 43. He's too old to be leaving stuff at his parents' house. Well, this, this guy must need the money because he's getting the money from his parents. Who knows if they could even afford it? They're probably retired. They're dipping into their is, savings. He needs to reinvest that $30,000 of porno collection money to like therapy because why is your pornographic collection that extensive? I don't know. Do people p- collect porn yeah, like that? Th- I think people collect everything. And those things Freaks. can be worth like old they school nasty. playboys. Yeah. But those aren't, that's not even nasty. Like that's not They're actually not, that not pornographic. In a negative way, well, like, no, I know. Yes. But it's actually considered art. You know, it's not like inappropriate or anything. Well, and people collect these things. It could be in a box. Well, his dad said, frankly, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. Yeah, because maybe you'll stop spending all your time with porn and get into another relationship and leave your parents alone. So listen, it's the same as collecting comic books. He's 43. The guy's 43. How old do you think his parents are? Let's do the math. You think his parents are probably like 70? If I'm turning, I think they're in their 70s. That is so messed up. I I think I listen. My parents, well, my mom specifically, because I lived more at my mom's place. My parents are divorced. She threw out my trolls. Oh, I want to throw them out too. They're I crazy. well, you know what? That is worth something. And also, what are these other the um, the other toys that were that people collected? Sure, let's be real with ourselves. You were actually. Uh, upset about trolls you weren't ever going to do anything with them i could have sold those and made a lot of money i collected every little troll the little outfits shira just remembered she had the trolls because of this (laughs) porno conversation what are those other ones that people have that beanie babies babies. you know what they also threw away the beanie babies my sister had beanie babies it's not the same thing i just for me sending porn to your parents' house and then expecting them to keep it until you're ready to settle down, that's not their responsibility. You are a grown man. Once you left their house at whatever age you left them at, that's 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 on you. I'm sorry. I think there's a Leave lot of lessons. your less- parents alone. <laughs> there's a lot of lessons that can be learned here. No, the parents didn't do anything. So I hope they all have figured it out. I'm really upset that I'm, I'm going to go represent his parents as a, their <laughs> lawyer. Because he is wrong. He's awful. Well, let us know what you think. Who's in the wrong here at LGT Shows where we're at in social media? Slide into our DMs. But next up, why is walking so good for your brain? We get into that right after this. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Well, you might want to start walking more after hearing the benefits that walking has on your brain. Thomas Nail joins us right now, a professor of philosophy at the University of Denver and author of many books and articles. Thanks for joining us for this. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Now, I I loved your article about this. I agree with it. I mean, I dabble in Taoism and Taoism talks about walking a lot and how it's good for, you know, if you're having a conversation or for your brain. But let's talk about studies. Have any studies revealed anything around this? Yeah, absolutely. I'd always been under, I'd always understood that walking was good for your brain, but it wasn't until recently that I was thinking about teaching my fall classes outside as walking classes Mm -hmm. that I found this study in 2014 showing that walking actually increases um, your uh, creative thinking, but and what they don't tell you in these studies often is that it decreases your rational convergent thinking. 
Um, so that's, that's a really different way of enhancing your cognitive capacities. You become more creative. Your mind begins to wander. Your memory increases. Hmm. But you also lose, you lose something, too. It's not just that you think better while you walk. It's that you think in a certain way uh, when you walk that I would that I think, in my opinion, is much closer to something more more Dow, uh, which is there's a kind of letting your mind wander a bit that happens when you walk. Oh, there's a lot to really take in here. Um, I guess. So are you saying that people should maybe start to, um, you know, schedule more walks in their lives and, and, and maybe that could really kind of shape how they view the world in, in ways or even their own personal lives? Like what what? Am I supposed to go on a walk right now? Can I leave my job and just go walk? Walk and talk. Oh, yeah. I've, I'm walking and talking right now, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> sit down somewhere. <laughs> you, you, you really? Yeah. I mean, so I, there's a balance. That's the thing is walking is very good. Um, you know, Einstein discovered general relativity. He had that idea while he was bicycling. He was, he was out. He always went for walks. It has a long history of, inspire, of, of stories of inspiration that happen while people are walking. But you can't just walk and come up with general relativity. You also have to have that kind of analytic, rational, convergent capacity to, 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 to study hard and memorize things in certain capacities. But that has to be balanced. So I would say that having a balance between mind wandering uh, and physical wandering, right, when you move your body and move around, it changes the way you think about things. Resolving conflicts, another really interesting study showed that walking helped people resolve interpersonal conflicts um, better than people who were sitting down. Wow. Um, people felt more compassion, more empathy, um, and rated the, the, the examiner as more friendly who was walking as opposed to the examiner who was sitting. Even though they said exactly the same things in the test, uh, they, they, they felt that they were more connected with the people who they were walking with. And there's lots of reasons we don't have time to go into, but your body sync up when you move. Has that ever, mm. Have you ever noticed when you walk with somebody that you're not even thinking about it, but your steps start to align. You both walk with your left foot at the same time and your right foot at the same time. And that has effects on the way that you think about that person who you're walking with. Is this just hippie? Like, this feels very, like, hippy-dippy. <laughs> well, you can read the peer-reviewed studies. I mean, it doesn't oh. get any less hippie than peer-reviewed studies. but <laughs> Unless the peers um, are hippies. <laughs> uh, that's true. I suppose you could have some super peer hippies. Uh Yeah. It's a new category. But there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of peer-reviewed stuff. This article I'm talking about, the 2014 one from Stanford, yeah. it's the only one of its kind, um, but it had quite a, quite a number of, uh, of, uh, of um, participants in the study that it seems, seems pretty legit. And I think jives with most people's experience. When you walk and talk with somebody, I mean, if you've had that experience, you're just kind of talking about whatever, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff comes up, conversations get truncated you talk about one thing and you jump to something totally random and it just kind of hops around and that's we like that it's a good feeling it's playful yeah. you know it feels more like just we're just kind of playing we're not going to get to the bottom of anything here we're not like trying to you know do a mathematical formula we're just trying to riff off each other and see where it goes do you think walking's gonna become more of a trend? I feel like we've become such a sedentary sitting society at desks. Now we add Zoom to the picture. We're obviously at home sitting a lot. Do you think that we, I already know the standing trend, but do you think walking's gonna become more acceptable as it relates to our interpersonal relationships and work? Oh, 
Absolutely. More people, more people than ever around the world are walking because of the pandemic. They're outside. They're having their meetings outside. They're taking calls outside. They're doing more things outside and more people. There's a bunch of articles about just the statistics of how many people are now walking outside. It's already a trend. But what's interesting to see is to match up a trend which is happening because of the pandemic with the history of and the, the recent studies about walking mm-hmm. show that they, they kind of line up for this perfect storm where people realize, oh, this is really good for me. And it's always been good for me, but I've not realized how good for me this can be. Again, not everybody can walk or wants to walk fine. Yeah. But for those who do, it has, you know, it, it, they, they're finding that it has an impact. I mean, there's a bunch of other related impacts that we can talk about, but you know, I think existentially people feel that it has become an important part of their life that they don't want to give up, even when things return back to quote unquote normal or hopefully relatively normal after the pandemic. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for this article about all of this stuff. It's on salon.com. That was Thomas Nail, a professor of philosophy at the University of Denver and author of many books. Check him out. Thanks again, Thomas, for being here. Thank you. Next up, this man got married to his sex doll and now is in love with something else that is making headlines. We're getting into that next. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. So this guy married a sex doll, Margot, last November in a wedding ceremony attended by dozens of guests. Love that. Right? But he's already found a new love. Wow, that was quick. I mean. And it's a giant ashtray that he wants to adorn with something to do things with, too. Okay, I'm not going to say that. You know, some. Am I what? Have to say the word? Say, say what? Vagina. Okay, it's a medical word. Okay, I'm just making sure. It's an ashtray with a vagina. He wants to add a vagina to the ashtray. Is he a smoker? Because yeah. I mean, he's multitasking. He's smoking. You know, the vagina. He. <laughs> I mean, there's so many levels of. Uh, I don't even know what to this story. I mean, yes, one, we want to preface, we don't want to shame anyone. If someone's into this type of stuff, do do you. It's actually Shout. called objectophilia. It's a form of sexual or romantic attraction focused on inanimate I, objects. I think there's a line. And that, that's real close to what I start judging. Well, he said that, and, and he talks about how he met the ashtray. He, the ashtray, I guess, doesn't have a name, which... But she don't even have respect. I mean, at least give it a name. Like, are you kidding me? He claimed that he met the ashtray when he arranged a photo shoot with it during a paid personal appearance at this venue and that he discovered he had feelings for it. And like, at what point is there there consent? Like, do you hear the ashtray saying like, I'm into this too? Or is it not even about consent? It's more like, I choose you. I I wasn't even thinking about consent. I was just, what was the moment he fell in love? Like, was it like, oh, my God, the way you just put out my cigarette, baby? It's, and it's one of those, wait, me. so to be clear, it's not like an ashtray on the table. It's one of those standing ashtrays. Uh, so it has a figure. It's a boxy figure. Oh, so he's size inclusive. You know, I'm kind of into this. He just needs to give Cold, it a Cold, hard edges. Because I feel awful that I'm not, I'm calling it an it and not giving, calling it by its name. You know. He said, I liked it, the smell of it, the touch of metal on my skin. It's fantastic. I like the touch of sharp metal on my skin. It excites me, so I think you can understand what attracts me to this ashtray. Wow. If y'all don't lock his ass up, <laughs> he actually he needs left. some help. Wait, he left, according to this 
uh, article, his estranged wife, Margot, who... The bot, the robot. ...is a sex doll. Sex doll, okay, yes. Uh, they had a marital bond that was broken sometime last year. You know what? You know, sometimes she must have she deflated and betrayed his trust. Well, you know, you, you need to put work into a relationship, too. You can't expect the other person to do everything. Yeah, when the doll starts speaking for herself, then he may have felt a certain way about it. Well, uh, this is interesting. That's all I could say. <laughs> we thought we'd talk People about it here so on the weird. show today. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. We're wrapping up the show as we always do with our Yes Queen of the Day. Yes Queen. So this just broke my heart. A boy in Canada told his mom with tears that he had no one to invite to his birthday party because all of his friends had abandoned him when he recently came out as gay. It's I hate stories like this, but it ends with something good, a happy ending. And so Leah O'Donnell told CBC News that rather than let her son Brody Neville think he was without friends, she invited the entire community to help celebrate his birthday with a surprise party and barbecue at a local park. And basically everyone showed up, new friends, those who are well-wishers. And the birthday boy told CBC, which is a news network in Canada, by the way, are all these people here for the ice cream truck? That is literally the first thing he thought. And no, he realized it was all for him. So, yes. What a wonderful parent. What a wonderful mom. I mean, honestly, this is how you make dreams come true because this little one is always going to remember this. He's going to remember this forever. Yes, and uh, Drag Queen who is local there, also said it's kind of ridiculous that in 2021, a 12-year-old can't be who they are. And so uh, they commended him for being authentically himself. And we definitely do that as well here on Channel Q. Uh, that was our Yes Queen of the day. Yes, Queen. And that does it for our show today. But we are back tomorrow weekdays live here on Channel Q, 2 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern. On tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to be talking about flight attendants who want Stiffer penalties for unruly passengers and what is actually going down. We have the Association of Flight Attendants actually joining us to share all of that. And how soy milk got queer. I didn't even know this was a thing, but it supposedly is is a thing. We're navigating it on our show tomorrow, among many other things. If you miss any of our shows or interviews, we post everything as a podcast. So join our podcast family. Just go to the Odyssey app or where podcasts are available and search Let's Go There and subscribe. We are sending you love and light. And honey, remember to slay. Now stick around for Love Line with Dr. Chris, where he's talking about emotional blackmailing and what to do about it. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.